Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. How was your new year, Ben Ready? Uh, <laughs> my new year is, uh, it's a new year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new fucking decade. It's a, it's a new decade, uh, you know, still dragging some stuff from last year here into the new year. All that shit, all the memes and shit that they post, that don't mean shit. All that, the woman with the backpack stepping into the new year. And Man, I'd have seen that shit with a thousand different things. <clears throat> I saw one uh, with all the old shit and then it put yeah, you seen that white lot. men. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's all that new year, new me shit, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm the same me. Same real motherfucker. I'm bringing authenticity from 2019 into 2020. Same nigga, man. Yes, sir. You know. And that's part of what I'm going to talk about today, honestly. You know, outside of the new shit that you got to bring into the new year and the old shit that you got to leave into the old year, no matter what the motherfucking calendar say, you're the same motherfucker that you was last year. You know, you should be trying to improve every day. It shouldn't take no fucking changing of the calendar for you to fix some shit. You should be fixing shit on a daily fucking basis. You know, so if anything you're going to change in 2020, that should be your change for 2020. Instead of waiting for a new year to have a fucking resolution every day, you should just have a solution. You know, like a lot of motherfuckers like, to be like, oh, yeah, and this summer, I'm going to start working out. New year, I'm going to start working out. After my birthday, I'm going to do this. Oh, such as, you don't need no date. Just fix shit. Once you realize shit is wrong, that's when you should be fixing shit. Mm. You know, like a lot of motherfuckers like to try to, you know, basically, I, I look at it as like a fucking excuse. Like, oh, man, why you ain't start doing such and such yet? Oh, well, you know, I'm waiting for March or I'm I'm waiting for the, the perfect time or man, fuck that shit. If you wait for the perfect time, that shit ain't never going to come because perfection is a myth. So perfect timing is only something that happens basically like about the four, uh, the fortuitousness episode. Like, you know, um, opportunity comes and that's the perfect time. It's not no perfect time for it to come. The time that it came was the perfect time. You don't know something is perfect until after it happens. You know, nobody ever says, this is the perfect time, and that's it. 
You know, you keep on playing the lottery and then when you win, then you realize, oh, them was the perfect numbers to play. But you don't know that shit until after the the result of some shit. So fuck waiting for the perfect time. But anyway, um, rest in peace to David Stern. Mm. You know, that that was that was fucked up just in thinking about all that David Stern did for the NBA. You know, for the people who don't know who David Stern is, David Stern was the NBA commissioner. Um, now it's Adam Silver, but he gave up the reins to Adam Silver maybe like three years ago. Mm-hmm. He was an NBA commissioner for like a smooth 30 years. Yep. Probably longer <clears throat> than that. But um, anyway, David Stern, you know, the, the, the thing that makes him significant to me, you know, for me to even give him any energy is – he globalized the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, he was probably the reason these NBA players is making hundreds of millions as opposed to like one million like back in the day. Because, you know, if you really look into the history of sports, if you look at the type of money that Magic Johnson made, um, fucking P.J. Tucker and shit. Like, it's, it's motherfuckers. Uh, who's the nigga that play with uh, Dame Dad? I mean, uh, Dame Dollar out there in, uh, uh, with the Blazers? The uh, uh, the Point McCullum? Yeah, C.J. McCullum is making more than Magic Johnson made. <clears throat> like, you know, he, he, he pushed forward the NBA a lot. Right. You know, and, and I commend that shit. Like, he brought go- globalization into a lot of industries. Outside of just like, you know, him doing it with the NBA, a lot of motherfuckers followed that lead. You know, a lot of artists are into globalization because of what they saw with the NBA. Like, remember, during David Stern's tenure as the the commissioner of the NBA, a lot of international players were able to come into the NBA and become legends because of how he brought basketball all over the world. It ain't like basketball didn't exist worldwide before David Stern, but he made it to where international players wanted to come to the United States and play. And that pushed forward the, the level of talent in basketball in general. So, you know, rest in peace to David Stern. He, uh, he also, when, uh, he seen the NBA trying to get a two hip hop. Yeah. Remember he, that, he at that put point? the dress code. Yeah. But like, the crazy thing is, uh, and something that I didn't know, he never enforced it. Mm. You never heard of nobody getting fined because if you really think about it, Allen Iverson never stopped the way he was dressing. Everybody else did. Right. Remember, Allen Iverson was still wave <coughs> caps, big ass jeans, big ass t-shirts, still wore his jewelry, and he never got fined. Basically, the reason David Stern did that was for the advertisers. Right. You know, he was like, you know, they was complaining about everybody dressing baggy and all this hip hop shit. So I put a fucking uh. It, it was basically a publicity stunt. And that's kind of why I give David Stern the props that I give him. Because of all the drama that Allen Iverson had, it wasn't ever David Stern. It was always his coach. It was always with Larry Brown. David Stern was always, I'm not going to say hands off with a lot of shit, but he was the type of, he was like a, a player's GM. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the reason I give David Stern props because, you know, it's a lot of, you know, like I always tell motherfuckers, this ain't the anti-white people show, but it ain't like I got no special place in my heart for white motherfuckers. 
But David Stern was one of the motherfuckers that made a lot of black men a lot of money. Whole lot of money. So, you know, I, I got to give him his just due. I got to give him his respect. Because as big an Allen Iverson fan as I am, he wasn't ever the motherfucker that was stopping Allen Iverson like a lot of people probably thought. You know, because when he put that fucking dress code in there, a lot of niggas was like, oh, he did that because Allen Iverson, he wanted to stop players from doing all the shit. But he never enforced it. You never heard of a player get fined because of the dress code. He only put the dress code in basically to trick motherfuckers into thinking he was going hard on the players. So, you know, props to David Stern, man. You know, rest in peace. You know, rest in peace to the guy Nipsey Hussle. Of course, I'm always going to say that shit. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of motherfuckers we lost in 2019. Uh, John Witherspoon, um, you know, little young dude, Juice World. Um, uh, Singleton, John Singleton. We, yeah, that was John last Singleton, right? yeah. Yeah, we talked about that shit on here too. Yeah, you know. 2019 was a good year for me. Um Shit, it was a good year for townhouse media shit. Yeah, a, a lot of this shit started in 2019. We had a we had a good fucking year. Um, you know, I bought a house and shit. Like 2019 was real good to me, and I plan on 2020 being even better. Even better. You know, like and that's that's something that you know I, I really wanted to talk about. You know, today's episode is called 2020 Vision, as corny as that is. Cause you know, like I told my wife, I was saying that shit like, "Oh, niggas finna start hashtagging 2020 vision, putting 2020 vision on everything." She was like, "I ain't seen it yet." I said, "I ain't seen it yet neither, but I know it's coming." Yeah. You know, once a celebrity hit that shit, everybody gonna be on that shit. You know, so that's the name of the episode before everybody else jumps on that shit. You know, and basically, the first thing that I want to tell motherfuckers is to remain positive. You know, think positive and positivity will come to you. You know, speak positivity and positivity will come to you. You know, I done said it more than once on many episode, but, you know, you get back what you put forth. You reap what you sow. You, you sow positivity, you'll reap positivity. You know, stop getting down on yourself when shit don't go your way. You know, even when it look like you can't succeed at something, you know, the first step to success is believing that you can succeed. You know, you got to start thinking uh, as your own biggest fan. You know, you can't let your mind be your enemy. Because a lot of times motherfuckers go into a situation with a negative mind frame. And it's crazy that they surprise when they get negative results. So, you know, I, I just want motherfuckers to always think positive. Believe in yourself. You know, because that's always the first step to anything that you do is believing that you can do that shit. You know, so it's like always just be positive, man, you know, and be honest with yourself and others. Like, you know, a lot of motherfuckers is, you know, a, a lot of our problems in life start with us not being realistic with ourselves. You know, like a lot of motherfuckers, you know, it's like. Know your strengths, know your weaknesses. And, you know, you got to start to admit that shit, that, self, that shit to yourself. You know, a lot of motherfuckers is insecure. And like, you know, me and CJ was talking about, oh, yeah, you was gone. But I was telling you, you know, a lot of the problem with a lot of people 
and their insecurities is a lot of insecure people don't even know that they insecure. And the first step to solving the problem is admitting that you have a problem. And a lot of people don't know that that's their problem, so they can't even solve it. You know, a lot of us are insecure in a lot of different ways. And we don't know that because we look at an insecure motherfucker as a jealous boyfriend, a girlfriend, and we think that's the only form of insecurity. But a lot of motherfuckers are financially insecure. A lot of motherfuckers are socially insecure. A lot of motherfuckers are insecure when it comes to family members and relationships. A lot of motherfuckers are insecure in a lot of different ways. And until you can really address that within yourself, that's always going to be a problem for you. A lot of motherfuckers move on insecurity and not strategy, like I would always say. You know, always move on strategy, not emotions. Always move on your intellect. Always move on common sense. But a lot of times, insecurity is what bring emotional reactions out of a lot of people. You know, so you got to really start checking your own you know, emotional baggage, a lot of your insecurities, you know, you got to start asking yourself some real important questions and shit, you know, like, what do you fear? You know, a lot of motherfuckers, you know, like, you know, this is just something that I'm telling people to start 2020 with, like, um, do a self-evaluation, you know, ask yourself a couple of questions, you know, like, what, what do you fear and, how will you overcome that fear? You know, like, what are your flaws? You know, what what do you feel like you are weakest at? And what can you do to overcome that? You know, because like me and you always said, you know, a, our, our weak point a lot of times is talking to strangers. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's like our problem with trying to market our shows to motherfuckers like we don't like to talk to motherfuckers we don't know you know and it's like with me asking myself what am I gonna do to overcome that shit and it's like you know I really gotta start like I told you on the phone like when I have conversations with people starting to tell hey man you know I got a podcast I got two shows you know these are the links these are the names of the podcast you know go check them motherfuckers out if you got an echo dot you can go to Amazon and say um Alexa Play Too Much Game podcast. Alexa, play Cat vs. Dog podcast. You know, and them motherfuckers will start playing. You know, so I, I just me, when I think about my flaws, that's what that shit is. And, you know, like, you got to be solution-oriented when you asking yourself these questions. When you ask yourself the question, think about the fucking answer. You know, like, um, who do you love? What do you love? And what do you do to show that? You know, like love is an action word. You know, love is is not just I love this motherfucker. Because I could say I love anybody. But if you're not doing <coughs> nothing to show that you love this motherfucker, mm-hmm. how can you say that you love him? You know, and that goes for family, friends, you know, and your significant other. If you say that you love your wife, what are you doing to prove to your wife that you love her? If you have a husband, what are you doing to prove to your husband that you love him? If you got kids, what are you doing to show these motherfuckers that you love? You know, like you have to ask yourself questions and have answers for this shit. And if you don't have the answers, come up with them motherfuckers. Go find them motherfuckers. Google's your friend. You know, a lot of times motherfuckers don't, you know, like I tell motherfuckers, like there's a big ass difference 
between reasons and excuses, you know? And a lot of times reasons are something that happened. Excuses is something you came up with, you know, like, oh, uh, why didn't you make it to school? Uh, my car broke down. So think about all the other shit you could have did to get to school before you say my car broke down. Cause you know, like when you, the motherfucker asking the question, it's always like, okay, so where was the bus running? You couldn't get a ride. You couldn't Uber. You know, a lot of motherfuckers look at the shit that you say as fucking excuses. You know, so when you thinking about a lot of this shit, you know, cause again, I tell people a lot of times you making excuses to yourself. You are talking yourself out of getting where you want to go and getting what you want out of life because you full of fucking excuses. You selling yourself a motherfucking dream. Like, you know, if, if it's something that you want, you know, they they say, and this is this is like one of the stupidest fucking expressions, but there's more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> as, as much as I'm like, why the fuck would you want to skin a cat? Like, what kind of weird shit is that? Right. But, you know, there's more than one way to get some shit done. Like, you know, uh, rapping ain't the only way to get rich. Mm-hmm. Athletics ain't the only way to get rich. If if your dream is to be rich, just because, you know, it didn't work out with basketball don't mean it can't work out with real estate or it can't work out with whatever the fuck else. You know, there's there's a lot of ways to to get to things and get shit done. But you got to stop making excuses about shit, you know, because that's another one of my, my self-evaluation questions. What excuses do I make and how can I overcome those excuses that I make? You know, um, what do you want out of life and why do you want it? You know, because a lot of us, we, we got a lot of shit we want. We got a lot of shit we ask for. We got a lot of goals, aspirations, and dreams. But you also got to ask yourself, why do I want that shit? You know, and sometimes when you ask him, why do you want it? You also got to ask, why do I not have it? You know, because a lot of times the reason you don't got something is because that shit ain't even for you. A lot of times you don't even really want that shit. You know, like that episode wants versus wishes. It's a lot of times you like, Man, I, I want a red Bentley. And that's like, why do you want a red Bentley? What the fuck is a red Bentley going to do for you? You know, because like me personally, you know, I want a luxury car because I just like luxury cars. Hmm? Like, I, I enjoy them motherfuckers. You know, that's that's just the type of shit that I'm into. So, that's the reason I want it. You know, like, honestly, like, that's the reason a lot of times you'll hear me say, I don't want a Lamborghini. Because that shit is not fucking practical. That's not what I'm into. Like, the reason I like luxury cars so much is because I could have my family in a four-door S-Class and everybody would be, you know, everybody be riding. You know, everybody be comfortable. We can get where we want to. That motherfucker got a five-star safety rating. I'm a family man. That's the reason I want that. You know, it's like when it comes to me wanting to buy a home, I don't want nobody to be able to raise my fucking rent. You know, I want my kids to be able to have a room. I want my kids to be able to have a front yard and a backyard to play in. I want to have a garage. You know, like, when it comes to you asking for things, you got to have a reason. You know, like, and, and this is something, you know, as far as, like, parenting. You know, a lot of motherfuckers 
like to, I'm not going, uh, what you call that shit? Like with the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. I'm not going to let my kids question me. You know, you tell your kid, oh, uh, go to bed. Why? Because I said so. No. You know, that's what it is. I'm not going to explain myself to no fucking child. I do. I, I encourage my kids to ask me why, because I want my kids to be critical thinkers. You know, even when it's something that annoys the fuck out of me. Well, my kids say, why? 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 Dude, you got to go to bed. Why? Because you got to wake up in the, in the morning for school. Like, you got to go to bed at this time because you have to wake up at a certain time. Like, you know, a lot of times you turning your kid into a sheep by not allowing them to ask you questions. You know, and when it comes to asking yourself questions, why is one of the most important questions you could ask yourself? Anytime there's a what, it should be followed by a why. You know, so it's always... What do I want and why do I want it? And then you got to ask yourself, what am I doing to get it? You know, and also that got to come with a why. Why am I willing to do all of this for this? You know, because sometimes you might be aiming at something that's worth more than you willing to pay for the shit. Or it costs more than you willing to pay for the shit. You know, sometimes, you know, like how they talk about selling your soul. It's like, you know, this is what you want. So are you willing to do A, B, and C for that shit? You know, because it's like with me buying my house, I had to sacrifice a whole lot of time. Like I used to be the type of employee that was like, I don't work no motherfucking weekends, nigga. I I, I got too much shit at home. I don't want to be. Going at work on Saturday and Sunday knowing I could be doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G and having all this fun and shit. But in order for me to be able to afford a house, I had to sacrifice a whole lot of time. I had to get a job with a schedule that basically put me on call working 14 hours a day, six days a week. It was a sacrifice that I had to make, but it was worth it in order for me to get to my goal. But a lot of motherfuckers, like I tell my homeboys who be like, oh, man, you know, I'm trying to get in at your job. I'm like, nigga. You might not want to do this shit because if you value your free time, if you really think, you know, Saturdays and Sundays is the time you want off and all that type of shit, this ain't the job for you. You know, like how important is money to you? Because you are going to give up a lot of time for this money. You know, and a lot of motherfuckers ain't willing to do that shit. Just like the people who be jealous of another motherfucker who they see succeeding. And like I tell them. Like I said on Cat versus Dog. Nigga, you don't know how many dicks they had to suck to get what the fuck they got. You know, and it ain't 
in the literal sense of sucking dick. But when you see a motherfucker driving up the street and he got, say, a Range Rover or a nice Mercedes or a BMW or a Audi or, you know, just some nice shit. You know, you you looking like, man, I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get a car like that. But you don't know what he did to get that car. You know, this motherfucker might really be working just like me, like a lot of motherfuckers who see what I got going on. And I'm like, nigga, I'm I'm giving up 70 hours a week for this shit. Like, I'm working my motherfucking ass off. Like, nigga, six 14-hour days. Is you really trying to do that on a regular? Because it don't stop. And I don't have a schedule. I go to work when they tell me to come to work. And that shit is often. Are you really willing to do that shit to get what I got? A lot of motherfuckers, they say that shit, but, you know, your deeds show the answer is no. You ain't willing to do that shit. You know, so it, it, you, you got to start evaluating yourself and seeing what type of motherfucker you are, what you want and why you want it. You know, another part of self-evaluation is outside of yourself. Evaluate your relationships. Who are your friends? Why are they your friends? Are they really your friends? You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers around you. You they friend, but they not your friend. Look at what you're doing for them and then look at what they're doing for you. And ask yourself, is, is, is this shit a 50-50 or is this a 75-25 or a 90-10? You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers in your life that you going extra hard for their motherfucking ass and they not really tripping off you like that. You know, it's a, it's a gang of motherfuckers in your life that, you know, these motherfuckers is only fucking with you because of what you do for them. You know, a lot of motherfuckers is only as loyal to you as your usefulness to them. Mm. You know, like they fucking with you because you fuck with them. But they not really fucking with you if you not looking out for them. You know, and you don't need to be in these type of situations. You know, a lot of motherfuckers is leeching off you. And you ain't got to be a fucking celebrity to have uh you know, leech motherfuckers around. Because, you know, a lot of motherfuckers look at, like, celebrities with their entourages and they like, oh, those are just yes men. Those people are hanging around with Floyd Mayweather because he got money. And you don't realize you fucking with people that's only fucking with you because you such a good friend. You always going hard for them. You pick them up from work and take them home from work and babysit their kids or you know, in the street shit, you know, you the type of nigga that they know if they call you, you going to shoot it out. You going to beat niggas up and you going to do all that. But then you get in the jam and all of a sudden they car not running. You know, you get put in a jam and, oh, man, I would. But, man, my, my baby mama tripping and she got my car. man. Oh, man, I, I would pay you back. But, you know, I just had to pay my light bill. Oh, man, something came up. I, I ain't even got it on me right now. Like, is that your friend? No way. You know, it's a, it's a lot of motherfuckers like that. You know, so I always evaluate my relationships. You know, a lot of motherfuckers know me for being king cut off. Nigga, it's a lot of motherfuckers I don't fuck with. Like, you know, and it's never no hard feelings. I ain't mad at the niggas. I just don't fuck with the niggas because our relationship was stagnant. You know, if, if it ain't helping you, it's hurting you. You know, a lot of times if your friends ain't helping, they hating. You know, if a motherfucker not pushing you forward, they pulling you back. You know, so 
You got to evaluate your relationships. And this goes beyond just friends. This is family, too. You know, you got a lot of motherfuckers in your family that's vampires. You know, a lot of motherfuckers, it's, it's your mama. You know, it's your daddy, your brother, your sister. Like, you know, it's a, a lot of motherfuckers that you just like, damn, nigga, every time I talk to my mama, she asking me for something. Every time my brother called my phone, he asking me for something. Every time mm. I hit this motherfucker up, it's always, hey, uh, what's up, bro? How you doing? Oh, shit, I'm cool. Man, my baby mama just took all my shit, man. I, you got like 300 till Thursday. And you know fucking well when Thursday come, he still ain't got that 300. You know, it's a lot of motherfuckers like that. And you got to, you know, you got to distance yourself from these people, family or not. You know, and, you know, like with us, you know, because we in the industry that um, it, it's, it's dependent Upon support, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people, you know, if you got a, a clothing line, if you got a boutique, if you sell hair, if you rap, if you do anything where it takes motherfuckers, you know, supporting you. If they not fucking supporting you, man, you know, that's up to your personal discretion. I'm not going to tell you to cut off anybody who don't support you because, you know, depending on what you do, a lot of motherfuckers can't. You know, like me, since we podcasting, I got a lot of homeboys don't know what a fucking podcast is. Some niggas don't have time to listen to a podcast, and you know it is what it is when it comes to that. Right. But if you fucking with a nigga that listens to podcasts but not yours, nah, G. Nigga, if, if you do a podcast and your homeboy tell you how dope the Joe Button podcast was yesterday but ain't got shit to say about yours, mm. That's that bullshit. If you got a fucking clothing line and you selling shirts for $10 and your homeboy pulling up with brand new Nike shirts and um, whatever the fuck else brand is out there and he ain't got none of your shit, that that ain't good, homie. You know, because if, if, if you selling something, like if you sell hair, you can't expect your brother to support your hair business. You know, like, if it's a situation like that, then that, that is what it is. That's a push. But some of these motherfuckers that be around you all day know everything you're doing and ain't supporting, you don't need to fuck with them motherfuckers, man. You know. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that's the the um the situation when it comes to, like, new friends. Like I tell motherfuckers, I fuck with my supporters. I fuck with my supporters a lot more than I fuck with a lot of niggas who I used to fuck with because, you know, like I would tell my homeboys all the time, like, nigga, it's sad that I got niggas who I ain't never met before that support everything I do more than motherfuckers I grew up with. And it's like, nigga, if if that be the case, I'm going to go fuck with them new niggas that support me. You know, the niggas that I grew up with, y'all cool and shit, but nigga... This nigga ain't got no reason to support me other than my shit being dope and you know me 
and you ain't trying to support. Like, I know niggas, like, and this has happened to me a couple times, and motherfuckers was like, man, I don't even need no black and red shirt, but, you know, I'm just going to support black business because that's how I get in. That's a real nigga to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, nigga, you, you <clears throat> didn't have to support this shit. You supported this shit just off straight principle, just off being a real nigga. But it's motherfuckers who I fuck with who can't support my shit just based on being a real nigga. I only fuck with real niggas. So if that's the case, I can't fuck with them. Like, nigga, and, and it is what it is. You know, again, no hard feelings. But I fuck with motherfuckers who, who just on some real shit. You know, like a lot of motherfuckers fucking with motherfuckers who don't support them. And it's like, man, shit, that's on you. And I tell motherfuckers, man, focus on the supporters. You know, don't even acknowledge the haters. You know, back in the day, you know, five, six years ago, everybody was, I love my haters. You know, my haters are my motivators and all that type of goofy ass shit. Like, I don't even acknowledge haters, nigga. Like, I tell motherfuckers all the time, like, I don't even think I got no haters. And if I do, I don't know because I don't focus on negativity. You know, a lot of what fucks people up is they be too focused on negativity. It's like when you think about people who got YouTube pages or all types of celebrities and all this shit. Like, think about a celebrity, right? Mm -hmm. You look at their social media page, and it's a thousand motherfuckers saying, oh, I love your shit. Hey, man, that shit was dope. Oh, I love your song and all that shit. And, you know, they don't even acknowledge those comments. One nigga say some hater shit, clapback season. Like, Nigga, I don't even acknowledge no suck-ass nigga. Like, if you got some bullshit to say about me, nigga, you, you don't get no acknowledgement. I would rather reply to 10,000 good comments than those four fucked-up comments. Right. Even if it was 10,000 fucked-up comments, I'm for sure going to reply to those good four because I always focus on positivity. Like, I don't even see the, the necessity... To acknowledge a weak ass motherfucker who ain't got nothing better to do but shit on your shit. Especially if nine times out of ten, the motherfuckers that's gonna sit up here and hate on what you do don't even do what you do. Like nigga, you ain't even got a podcast, so how you gonna call my shit weak? Nigga, you ain't you don't even got a a, a rap song out. How you gonna sit up here and call my shit weak? You came on my page to tell me my shit was weak. So you you was over there. Doing what the fuck you should have been doing, which is minding your fucking business, and took time out of your day to come tell me my shit was weak. Now, cause you know, there's a difference between constructive criticism and fucking hating. Because you could have came and just told me, hey, uh, that baseline is, you know, it, it's a little, it's a little muddy. You should clean that up. You should have your engineer mix your shit a little better. And then telling me that shit was fucking trash. Oh, that shit was garbage. You need to quit rapping. Oh, you suck. Really, nigga? Like, from from where? It's crazy how some people just wake up just to hate. Exactly. Like, it's like, and, and again, like, you know, I said that shit in the episode, hate poisoning. Some motherfuckers do that shit just because they know that's how they're going to get your attention. Yeah, trollers. Yeah, like, uh, you know, Tax Stone, he in prison right now. But mm-hmm. he got on from doing that shit. He was the nigga on Twitter who would just go in a rapper's comments and say some old hating ass shit and then engage them in a back and forth. Like, nigga, 
what the fuck is that going to get you, my nigga? Like, even if that's how you got on, look at where you at now. Like, nigga, negativity only brings more negativity. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is some shit that when I was immature, when I was younger, motherfuckers would try to explain this shit to me, and I couldn't understand it because my mind wasn't mature enough to understand it. You know, like when you'll watch a movie where, like, the villain or, like, say the protagonist of the movie is standing over the villain with a gun about to blow his brains out, and then the motherfucker come like, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. And I'm like, blow this nigga's fucking brains out. Nigga, yeah. this nigga done did all this shit. Blow his fucking brains out. But it's like, you blow this nigga brains out, now you in prison forever. It ain't worth it. But to me, revenge is fucking worth it no matter what. But, you know, it's like that's something that takes maturity. Like, your, your mind have to reach a certain level for you to understand that a lot of times negativity is not worth it. Because of what it brings, you know, even if you feel like at the time that's justice, that's equity. A a, a lot of times that shit just ain't fucking worth it. So, you know, you got to realize, man, just focus on positivity. Focus on the people who fuck with you. Focus on the people who really look out for you and ignore the motherfuckers that's on some bullshit, you know. And it's like um, another one is solutions over resolutions. What I talked about when I first opened this bitch up, you know, find a problem and solve it when you realize it's a fucking problem. Stop giving yourself excuses to procrastinate on bettering yourself. You know, time is always moving forward, you know, and the longer you wait to solve a problem, the worse the problem get. You know, it's like if you got a fire burning in your living room. Are you really going to say, I'm going to put that shit out on Thursday? And it's Monday? <laughs> like, nigga, if, if, if your toilet is overflowing in the bathroom, are you going to say, man, I'm, I'm going to fix that shit next weekend? Nigga, that shit going to flood your whole fucking house. And a lot of problems is like that, nigga. They, they all problems start out small. You know, that's the reason um, the expression nipping something in the fucking bud. Like, you want to get that shit once it becomes a problem. You know, if if you want to lose weight, instead of being like, oh, New Year, I'm going to give me a gym membership. Take your ass to the fucking gym right now. And if you can't afford it, jog around the fucking block. Like, it's a lot of situations that you could fix at the time. You know, it's a lot of shit that, that, that could be fixed right there. Or at least you should be planning to fix it. You should put it on your fucking to-do list or some shit. A lot of motherfuckers let let shit fester and fuck up until it gets out of hand. Now you can't fix it. You know, like I used to be notorious for this back in the day. I'll be driving my car. Hear some. Mm, the fuck is that? Uh, I'll fix it later. Nigga, now my whole damn transmission didn't fell out the car onto the freeway. And I'm like, I heard that sound like two years ago mm. and, and didn't decide to fix it, nigga. Like, nigga, yo, your motherfucking car starting to run hot. You know, you could have just fixed the radiator cap and you'd have been straight, but you ready for the whole fucking radiator to blow up. Now, a problem that could have been solved with $5 is going to cost you $2,500. You know, so a lot of this shit, you know, these resolutions, man, just fix shit. 
Once you see some shit fucked up, fix it. If you in a relationship problem, you know, you and your boyfriend, you know, y'all, y'all getting into it over little shit. Y'all motherfuckers need to address what the root of that problem is. Like, damn, babe, why the fuck every time we see each other, we got to fucking argue, you know, and it's, you know, my, my three principles of conflict resolution, you know, conversation, compensation, or separation. You know, when it comes to relationships, you know, 99% of problems should be solved in conversation, you know, just communicating with each other. You know, what 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 the fuck is it, babe? Like, what's wrong? You know, what what the fuck is going on with us? And the, the fucked up thing is a lot of motherfuckers ain't good communicators. You know, me, myself, I'm guilty of this shit. Motherfucker ask me what's wrong. I'm quick to be like, nothing. You know, but like I tell my wife now, a lot of times if you ask... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Ask me what's wrong and I say nothing, ask me later on. You know, because when I say nothing, a lot of times it's just something that I don't want to talk about right now. And that's something that I got to get better at. Like, I need to learn how to just be like, I, you know, we'll talk about it later. Sometimes I say it, but for the most part, I still say nothing, even though sometimes it's something. You know, but a lot of motherfuckers got to step up their ability to communicate because, you know, in, in most relationships, proper communication will stop a lot of your problems. You know, letting the motherfucker know what they did wrong at the time, especially if it's something small, you know, because a lot of motherfuckers is real good for this shit. You know, like, especially women. I just think it's funny how two weeks ago when I asked you if you wanted some cheesecake, you said no. But then I saw you in the kitchen eating some cheesecake. Like, why you didn't say nothing then? You know, motherfuckers like to let shit bubble and fester till they can't fucking handle it no more. And you could address that shit way early. You know, so when it comes to, you know, you in fucking relationships, you know, just communicate early. Anything that you got going on that's wrong, step on that motherfucking shit early. You know, communicate. And a lot of times... If, if it's something that can't be solved in communication, I always say compensation, but that's always outside of relationships because you ain't going to be able to pay your way out of no situation in a relationship unless your problem is money. You know, your, your, your nigga lost his job or your girl lost his job and they can't pay their half for the rent because, you know, I hear a lot of relationships fall apart because of financial situations and, you know, that is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. y'all going to have to maneuver around that the way that you do but if it's not something that's monetary sometimes the best solution is separation 
you know, every relationship ain't meant to last forever. You know, some motherfuckers just wasn't meant to be together. Like I tell people, man, you know, some people are literally in your life to teach you something. Mm-hmm. Some motherfuckers are just a lesson. Sometimes you would a motherfucker to let you know what you don't want. Yep. You know, so you can't be trying to make these fucked up ass relationships work with certain people. Like I got a homegirl dealing with a bum ass nigga. Straight fucking loser. You know, like I tell her, man, like, you know, he he's not the type of motherfucker who you want to be with no fucking way. He's a loser. You know, stop trying to, you know, basically fill up a tire with a hole in it. It's not going to fucking work. You know, that's that's a lot of motherfuckers problem. Like, you know, you you dealing with something that's dead. You trying to revive a dead horse. That's worse than kicking one. You know, like that motherfucker's a straight sucker. You know, so when it comes to relationships that you fucking with that's dead, you know, you got to learn how to cut the cord on certain motherfuckers, man. Some motherfuckers just wasn't meant to be saved. Some motherfuckers wasn't meant to be fixed. You know, some motherfuckers is just there for a season. And you got to treat that shit as such. You know, you got to know when to let go, you know, and be accountable for your own bullshit. You know, a lot of us. You know, like I said, with excuses, a lot of us is full of shit when it comes to our own self. Like it's shit that that we doing wrong and we got every motherfucking excuse in the world for why we doing it wrong. Other than I'm just full of shit. You know, like I like I tell motherfuckers, man, you know, I got I got a lot of problems with being lazy. Like I'm a I'm a procrast. I'm a serial procrastinator. Like how I said earlier about solving problems, when when you realize it's a problem, shit. Just naturally, like me, it took for me to go through a lot of shit for me to really start saying, nigga, I really got to start fixing shit when it's wrong. Like, nigga, I was driving a fucking Suburban on four bald-ass tires. Mm. I'm talking about, nigga, racing slicks, nigga. Driving home in the rain, nigga. I'm rolling straight line. Nigga, my shit start motherfucking spinning like them cups at Disneyland. All I'm thinking is don't flip over, don't flip over, don't flip over, don't flip over. Because I had just had a rollover accident, nigga, like a year or two before that shit. Damn. And, nigga, my wife probably was telling me to get new tires for probably like a year. Baby, you don't think you need some new tires? No, they good. You don't think you need some new tires? No, they good. Like, I was always, nigga, and I, I would literally say this shit. Nigga, I'll fix that shit when the car stopped rolling. That's be my favorite shit. Nigga, I, I don't fix shit until the bitch starts smoking. I, I wouldn't solve a problem until it was a $900 problem. Like, I probably could have just went and got them tires and my shit was straight. Nigga, when I went and spun out on that freeway, nigga, I cracked my rim and some more shit. Now I need a new set of tires, set of rims. A fucking uh, wheel alignment, all type of shit. When I could have just bought me some tires and been straight. You know, like, it's I, I, it's my self-reflection. I got to be accountable for my own bullshit. You know, nigga, I have to get, you know, like my wife said, King, cross that bridge when I get to it. Yes. That's another one of my favorite fucking. Uh, yeah, I'll be using that shit too. I cross that bridge and I get to it. Yeah. You know, because the thing is, the reason I always say I cross that bridge and I get to it is because I also don't believe in 
worrying about some shit that you're not going to fix in the moment. You know, like I think I've done an episode about that or I planned on doing an episode about that. But, you know, a lot of times worrying about some shit is the worst thing you can do because what's going to happen is going to happen. You know, a lot of motherfuckers, the the reason that they they can't function a lot of times in, in situations is because they worrying about some shit that's a lot smaller than what it actually is. Like, I was watching a video on YouTube with this dude, um, and I think he was breaking down the book um, The Way of the Superior Man. And he was saying something that could um, stop you from worrying and having anxiety is to watch a video of a man getting his head chopped off in the morning. He was like, as crazy as that sounds, that will really stop a lot of you worrying about shit. Because it's like, whatever your problem is, it ain't as bad as that nigga problem. That nigga would be begging to have the problem that you got. I'm Talking like, about begging for head. Yeah. <laughs> so a whole nother. Yeah, exactly. That nigga wants some head way more than you do, nigga. You ain't never wanted head as bad as he wanted. <laughs> that nigga said, show him a video of a dude getting his head chopped off. Yeah. That's extreme. Yeah. But you you won't worry about shit. You know, because that's one of my tools for dealing with anxiety and dealing with worry is I've been homeless before. Is this as bad as homelessness? Like, is this as bad as sleeping in the car with my brothers and sisters? And a lot of times it's not. So it's a lot of shit that I don't worry about. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that be to my detriment, especially when dealing with my wife, because she be thinking I don't care about shit. Like, you just don't care. It ain't that I don't care. It's just that. You know, I, I think about much bigger problems and I'm like, this problem ain't as big as problems that I've already solved in my life. So I'm not going to let this problem shake me or bother me or I'm not going to break no sweat over that shit. Everybody's programmed different. You know what I'm saying? So like something that you it, it'll be minor to you, you know what I'm saying? And wifey, it could be. Just the end of the world, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, if this don't happen, like, man, chill, like, exactly. You know, I, I didn't been here before, like, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, my wife be like, <sighs> and I be like, oh, I'm cool, you know. But again, if it's a problem that needs to be solved, you need to solve that shit. Because me, I used to be good at being like, ah, I get around to that shit. And that shit is the worst motherfucking thing you do, nigga. So, you know, like I said, just think about that shit as your toilet or your sink flood. Or think about that shit as a fire in your living room. Are you going to let a fire burn in your living room? You know, because some shit might not need to be solved. And it's also, you know, a, a question of what is the worst thing that could happen? Because that was something else that homeboy was talking about. I wish I could think about this video that I was watching. But he was saying, ask yourself, what's the worst thing that could happen? And I think that might have been in the book. I didn't read the whole book yet. I just watched the video breakdown of the book and shit. Mm -hmm. But he was saying, what's the, what's the worst thing that could happen? You know, and that's something that I always think about when it comes to shit. Like, how bad can this problem get? You know, and me, I've had to learn shit the hard way. You know, rolling on four ball tires, I learned. 
the worst thing that could happen is I could spin out on this motherfucking freeway like a complete jackass. So now, nigga, my tires fucked up, nigga. I'm at the tire shop. I just got done putting tires on my fucking car, nigga. Like, <laughs> fuck that shit. That shit could go very badly. You know, so be accountable for your own bullshit. You know, ask yourself, what the fuck are you doing wrong? And realize, you know, or not even realize, but try to figure out ways to make that shit right. You know, a lot of motherfuckers is real good to be like, I'm not good at math. I'm not a computer person. I'm not a a social person. Nigga, if you're not good at math, learn that shit. You know, Google's your friend. You can go online and take classes. Like, you can hire a tutor. You know, I'm not, like me, I'm not good at talking to strangers. But, you know, motherfucker working on that shit. You know, sometimes, like, uh, my homeboy in San Bernardino, the, the plug, you know, it's a little spot. I work on interacting with the people that come into the store and shit. Like when I'm at work, now I try to greet all my coworkers and actually engage these motherfuckers in conversation. Even though I hate talking to people I don't know, I really thoroughly dislike that shit. But in order for me to come up out of my shell, it's something that I have to do. So I work on that shit, you know? And it's like um, a lot of motherfuckers is, is... fake real you know like a lot of motherfuckers is is realistic but they not real you know like i'm a big proponent of honesty and actually being who you are a lot of motherfuckers think that being mean is what is what's real oh you know i i say the shit that motherfuckers don't want to hear you know i'm 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 just a real motherfucker and it's like you don't got to be an asshole to be real a lot of times that in itself is insecurity you know, like you you like to be the motherfucker to say some bullshit to a person to make yourself feel better about who you are. And again, call yourself on your own bullshit, man. Just just be a real motherfucker. Be real with yourself before you fake be real to everybody else. You know, and that takes me into the next thing, motherfucker. Just focus on you and not other motherfuckers. You know, a lot of motherfuckers is is mad because they see the nigga on Instagram. They got more than them or the motherfucker that live up the street. that got some shit and looking at what this nigga got and what this bitch got. And it's like, nigga, if you spent as much time on doing your own shit as you spent watching other motherfuckers, you'll probably have more than they got. You know, like motherfuckers sit there all day online looking at niggas with nice cars and big houses and successful businesses and shit. And you're not even working on your own shit. You too busy watching another motherfucker succeed. And a lot of times hating on what that motherfucker doing. Nigga, you could tell me about every fucking whack rapper on the radio, but you ain't got a song out. You ain't got no project that you working on, but you know about everybody else's shit. Work on your own shit. Focus on what the fuck you doing. Like, nigga, do you got a better song? Is is your song out? Like, everybody know Blueface Trash. Okay, for sure. Are you better? Shut the fuck up. Like, only reason I even acknowledge the existence of Blueface is because I'm a podcaster and I create content. And, you know, 
it is what it is. I got to know what's going on in the world. I got to know what's going on. So I know that's going on and that sucks, but I'm not sitting here. Like it tripped me out that niggas follow motherfuckers on Instagram who they don't like. Yeah. Like I, that's a thing. And that shit be tripping me out when niggas be like, oh man, that you see that picture, uh, I don't know, the game posted on Instagram. I'm like, no, why the f- how? How would I see it? You don't follow him? No. Why would I? I'm not a fan. Like, if I don't fuck with you, I'm not gonna follow you on Instagram. Like, somebody has to send me your post if I don't like you. And that goes for celebrities and niggas who I know in person. Like nigga, it's motherfuckers who 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 live by me. It's niggas who I was I grew up with, niggas who from my neighborhood and some more shit. I don't fuck with them. So no, I don't follow them on Instagram. I don't talk to this nigga in real life. So why would I follow him? So why would I know what the fuck he doing? And it ain't that I I dislike him. It ain't like I'm like fuck him, but I don't care. You know, the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is indifference. You know, I don't hate this nigga. I'm just indifferent to this nigga. I don't care what he's doing. You know, a lot of times, like I be telling motherfuckers, hate is a form of love. If you really sitting up here hating on a nigga, you really a fan. You just got a weird ass way of showing your fucking fandom, but you're a fan. If you following this nigga on Instagram, you're his fan. If you really sitting up here with this nigga name in your mouth all fucking day, you're a fan. Like me, I'm I I don't be knowing. You know, a lot of times I be telling motherfuckers, the only time you'll really hear a nigga name on my mouth is in an example. You know, I, I don't never just sit up here and be like, fuck that dude. I'ma come up here and I'ma I'ma do 30 minutes on this nigga cause I can't stand him. Nigga, it is what it is, especially if that nigga don't affect me in no way. You know, a lot of motherfuckers is is real big. On fucking hating on motherfuckers that ain't got shit to do with them. Like why? Like I was I was watching a video. My brother-in-law sent it to me. It was some nigga talking about man, stop listening to Ti just because that nigga got money and and fame. Nigga, don't listen to him. He don't know what the fuck he talking about. That nigga just be talking. Why the fuck are y'all paying attention to Ti? And like I'm like, what the fuck Ti do to him? So he sent me like a link to something T.I. said, like um with the I the Iran shit, you know, World War Three or whatever. Mm-hmm. And basically what T.I. was saying was um, you know, the the what the president doing ain't got shit to do with us. You know, he doing what he doing, fuck him. I'm not going to Iran to fight because ain't no Iranian ever called me a nigga. And and that was it. And I'm like, so homeboy felt that perturbed about what T.I. said to make this video and say, now listen to T.I. specifically. And he added them. I don't have no energy for motherfuckers like that. Like, if I don't like you, I don't got no energy for you. Like, nigga, what did, did he touch your booty when you was little or something, nigga? Like, what did he do to you to make you feel that negatively about him? Like, you know, don't, don't be thinking about other motherfuckers. If they don't if they not bringing no value to your life, fucking ignore they motherfucking ass. Just keep on moving, man. Like, you know, I tell motherfuckers, you have a mission. You are on your own path. If you ever watch, like, sprinters, 
them niggas don't look to the left or to the right unless they blazing somebody. You know, like you'll see her Usain Bolt, nigga, that nigga 30 feet ahead of a nigga looking back at him and shit. But nigga, if you and a nigga is next to each other, once you try to look at him, that's going to slow you down. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you <clears throat> own any type of mission of any type of fucking importance, focus on what the fuck you doing. Because looking to the left or the right is going to fucking slow your ass down, especially if you looking to the left or to the right at a motherfucker who you don't even like. Like, nigga, I can see if you, oh, man, you know, my homeboy, he up. I'm trying to get like my homeboy. The only way you supposed to be looking is forward at a motherfucker who you trying to catch. Because if a nigga's ahead of you, then you still looking forward at his ass. But if you looking this way and this way, especially looking back, you know, and this is what I be telling motherfuckers all the time. Nigga, I ain't never been hated by hated on by a nigga in front of me. You ever see a nigga doing better than you hating on you? So when you when you really hating on a nigga, you should really slap yourself in the face about that shit. Cause you like, I I I, I you you basically in a funny way just dick rolled the nigga. Because if you sitting here hating on a motherfucker, you giving him props as being ahead of you. That's what you honestly saying when you hating on a nigga. All right. He, he's. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true on and I'm off that's why I'm hating and this ain't just celebrities this is niggas in your neighborhood he got a Range Rover and that that perturbs me nigga if if you speaking on what another nigga got nigga that's props and I think that's probably why motherfuckers say I love my haters because nigga if you hating on a motherfucker that's an admission that they ahead of you you know so you really a fucking fan so when you sitting here focused on other motherfuckers Keep that shit in mind, you know, and um, learn as much as possible. This shit is self-fucking-explanatory. You know, always make time to be learning something. Any day spent not learning, any time, any day that you have that you didn't learn shit, might as well have fell off the fucking calendar. You should always be trying to pursue education and not just book learning like some shit that they teach at schools, but just educating yourself you know a lot of us you know nowadays and you know in the the thing that we're doing we're craftsmen so you should be trying to educate yourself on your craft you know a lot if you sell hair you should be trying to know everything the fuck you can about hair it's always something that you can learn nobody knows everything about anything so you should always be trying to learn especially if you consider yourself the type of motherfucker that wants to be successful at some shit You know, like, it always trips me out 
when people brag about not knowing some shit. Oh, I don't know how to use no fucking computer. Why would I want to know that? What kind of stupid ass shit is that? Like, that shit is always like the dumbest shit I could ever hear from a nigga bragging about some shit he don't know or some shit he don't know how to do. Like, what kind of suck ass shit is that? Oh, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to fucking work such and such. I don't know how to drive no stick. Like, nigga, I'm always mad at anything I don't know. Like, nigga, I ain't never above learning a goddamn thing. You know, that's why I believe in playing dumber than you are because I'm always open to learning some shit, nigga. You can learn from a baby, nigga. You can learn from anything that you observe. So even if I'm not watching a documentary or speaking to somebody who's on some certain level, I'm always trying to, you know, um, study shit. Even if it's some bullshit. Like, nigga, I like to study hood rap motherfuckers just to see how they think. What made you such a fucking sucker? What made you a bitch-ass nigga like that? What the fuck made you a hater? Like, nigga, I I like to study the mind frame of what makes a nigga a bitch-ass nigga. So I could avoid that. So I could teach my son not to be a bitch-ass nigga like your bitch-ass. Like, what the fuck made you like that? Because, you know, if I see somebody steering in the direction of what made you a bitch-ass nigga, I could steer them away from that shit. You know, so I always like to, you know, always study shit. You know, always try to, you know, get to the root of what made shit the way that it is. Because I feel like, you know, to understand anything... You have to go to what made it the way that it is. What created it? What created the circumstance? What circumstances that thing encountered in order to make it the way that it is? You know, so I always believe in learning. You know, you can learn from anything. You can learn from anybody. So always be learning. You know, spend your time and your money responsibly, especially your fucking time. You know, Time spent wisely is the the greatest thing that could be spent wisely because money, you can always get more money. You can win a lottery and win more money. You know, you can get a good job and get more money. But ain't none of that shit going to get you no time back. So value your time. Stay away from sucker motherfuckers who waste your fucking time. You know, like what I talked about with friendships that are fucking wasteful. When you fucking with a motherfucker... You doing all the good friendship and they just reaping the benefits of your good friendship. You're wasting your fucking time, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like this is the shit that um, I saw some shit on Instagram where it was like uh, old people at the nursing home and they was like all 85, 90 years old. And it was like your advice to younger people, you know, and it was all shit, you know, about, you know, Spending your time right. You know, find the people you love and spend as much time with them as possible. You know, tell people you love them because they're not going to be here forever. Like, it was all time-based shit. You know, so it's like, a lot of times, I like, oh, let me say it, not like, I look at my day at the end of the day and be like, what did I do constructive? What did I do that was fun? What did I learn today? Like, that's something that I always ask myself at the end of every day. What did I learn? What did I do that was fun? And what did I do that was constructive? You know, or how could I have spent my day better? 
you know, what did I do wrong today that I could do right tomorrow? You know, because a lot of times I, I spend my day not doing shit and I didn't feel guilty about that shit at all. You know, because I, I like to evaluate time, you know, in spans of hours, days, weeks, months and years. You know, like if I had a very productive week, like if I spent all week working and I got my podcast written, I uploaded some videos to YouTube, I kicked it with my kids, I spent time with my wife, I took my wife out on a date. Nigga, if if it's Saturday and I done did all that shit Monday through Friday, I ain't doing shit on Saturday, nigga. And I'm going to feel good about it. Like a motherfucker. I rested. That's what the fuck I did today. But it's like, nigga, you're going to have to look at your time like that. Like, all right, nigga, if I didn't get something done, now I feel bad. Like, damn, nigga, I, 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 didn't, I didn't upload my video to YouTube. Now my video going to be late. Or damn, I didn't, I didn't write my show. My show gonna be fucked up on Sunday. Oh shit, I didn't take out the fucking trash. I didn't, you know, like evaluate your time and you know, stop making so much time for bullshit. You know, cause like, you know how many motherfuckers ask me, oh, you seen Game of Thrones? You seen Empire? You seen I ain't seen shit. I'm going to go watch Power when I get home. But outside of that, I'm not a big TV person. Like, to me, that shit is a fucking distraction. Like, I'm motherfucking, oh, while you was watching uh, uh, this shit happen, it was distracting you from the fact that Donald Trump just signed an executive order to make eggs all got to be painted red before they get to the store. Like, I just look at TV as a big fucking distraction. You know, not shitting on TV because, again, if you've gotten everything out the way that you needed to get out the way, then by all means, you know, spend some, you know, spend some time enjoying yourself, vegging out, you know, decompressing and letting your mind relax. But, nigga, if if you ain't did shit all day, you shouldn't be fucking with the TV. Like, nigga, it'd be times when I got a day off of work. Nigga, I, I let me not say I don't turn the TV on because I turn the TV on just for some background shit. But for the most part, nigga, I'll be in my phone like, all right, nigga, I got to upload this. I got to write this. I got to send this. I got to post this on Instagram so I can promote my show. Like, I'm always trying to get as much constructive shit out the way before I sit down and do some weak ass shit. Like, all right, nigga, now I done earned the right to sit here and watch five fucking TV shows because I worked a 14 hour day. Me and my wife kicked it when I got off work. I spent some time with my kids. Now it's me time, but I always prioritize my fucking time. You know, and my, my advice to people is always prioritize your time, you know, because if you looking at what the fuck you ain't gotten, what you ain't did and what you could and should be doing, You should always ask yourself, okay, so how much time am I really dedicating to my craft and why the fuck it ain't where it's supposed to be at? Because if you say, um, I don't know, you, you sell hair, but you ain't out looking for the best type of hair to sell or you not looking at the other bitches around your area that's selling more hair than you or trying to find a way to get a better price on the hair that you sell. 
are are you really saying that you want to be successful? Or are you just bullshitting? You know, if if you know what the fuck is going on on all the TV shows, but you don't know what's going on in the industry that you in, you bullshitting. You know, if you make beats or whatever the fuck you do, and you know all the new video games is coming out or all the new Jordans is coming out or all the new shit that ain't got nothing to do with the goal that you trying to accomplish, but you don't know shit about what the fuck you trying to go into, you bullshitting. You know, so prioritize your time. Always keep your goals in front of you. Make a fucking vision board. Always remember what the fuck you doing this shit for. You know, like in the beginning when I said, ask yourself what you want and why you want that shit. You know, you should keep a mental picture of what you want and always remember why you want that shit so you can focus yourself on actually going to get that shit. You know, like... I want a motherfucking Mercedes GT63S. And it's like, nigga, I got to do this podcast shit. You know, this year I plan on getting seven Saturdays back up and running. You know, and of course, I'm working my regular wake up to fall asleep ass job because I need that to keep the motherfucking bills paid while I figure out how the fuck I'm going to get this clean ass bins. But it's like I always keep it's like my mental vision board. You know, and I tell motherfuckers, you know, because some people have a physical vision board where they actually got pictures of the shit. Like, my wife got, you know, a mansion and all that type of shit. Like, me, I I, I just want to fly ass being a low rider and for my family to be straight. I'm, I'm a simple man. But a lot of motherfuckers got, you know, intricate shit that they want. And it ain't nothing wrong with that. But you always got to ask yourself what the fuck I want, why I want it, and what I'm doing to get that shit. You know, and the the closer to wrap this shit up a little bit, eat better and get some goddamn exercise. You know, because if 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 you ain't healthy, you ain't going to be around long enough to get none of this shit that you're saying that you want. You know, and just in general, nigga, you just feel better. You got more energy to get up and get the fuck at it. Nigga, you know, when when, when you eat right, you know, drink a lot of motherfucking water. So nigga, B got a whole goddamn... 30 gallon jug of water this nigga been drinking on while I'm sitting here talking this shit. <clears throat> you know, like just drink fucking water. Even if you eating bullshit, nigga, just drink a lot of water. You know, water will help your motherfucking ass. Like, nigga, I know motherfuckers that to drink a whole gallon of Hennessy and ain't drunk no water that day. Mm. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, my nigga? Like, you you suicidal with some shit? Drinking that black Air Force One juice. <laughs> Nigga, Hennessy is fucking gross, nigga. Hennessy is the gutter water of liquors. Hennessy is the fucking V6 challenger of liquors. Hennessy is gross. That shit is rock gut. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, fuck that shit. Shout out to Jack Daniels. Shout out to Jack Daniels. That's what that's what it is, man. I'm trying yeah. to get that. Trying to that get that Jack Daniel bag. That, that Hennessy bag gone. Hit us up, Jack. <clears throat> fuck Hennessy. And shit, depending on who pay us, nigga. Yeah, you go. Shit, shit, Mike. We gonna yeah. be like, we gonna be like, uh, Dave Chappelle, nigga. I done did commercials for Coke and Pepsi. I don't <laughs> give a fuck what comes out of my mouth. Hell yeah, that shit funny as fuck. Shit. Hell yeah. You got the bag. We got the ads. Let's yeah, go. Hell yeah, nigga. We advertising everything, nigga. Cause you know, nigga, townhouse media, nigga. We looking for sponsors, nigga. So if you you need some sponsorship, nigga, you want us to say your name into these microphones, nigga. 
drop a bag off, nigga. Drop the bag. Nigga, you drop the bag, we got the ads, nigga. We gonna be saying whatever the fuck need to be said, nigga, to get these motherfucking bills paid, nigga. But, you know, just put in the work at the end of the day, man. Whatever you whatever you trying to uh, do or get out of life, man, just be willing to work for that shit or you don't really want that shit. You know, and um, don't fear mistakes. You know, all 2020, I'm making fucking mistakes. You know, a lot of motherfuckers fear mistakes. A lot of motherfuckers don't want to do shit for fear of doing it wrong. And everything you do wrong is just a lesson on how to do it right. Every time you do something wrong, all that's doing is showing you how not to do it again. You know, make mistakes and learn from those mistakes. You know, because, like, shit, I've started about four or five businesses and failed at all of them. But that's not going to stop me from being an entrepreneur. All that means is I know how not to open up a barbershop. I know how not to be a graphic designer. Like every business that I've started that has went south. Now I know, you know, where I went wrong and how not to go wrong again. You know, so just don't don't fear making mistakes. A lot of motherfuckers are scared to start shit because they think they're going to do it wrong. And, you know, spoiler alert, nigga, every motherfucker who's done something right has done it wrong before they got it right. You know, so don't be afraid to do something wrong. Just do some shit. You know, starting yo your New Year's resolution should be to start something. No matter what the fuck that might be, you know, whether that should be a business, you know, um, start rapping, learn a trade, you know, pick up a fucking hobby or, you know, start collecting some shit. Just start some shit, you know, because you never know what the fuck that shit might turn into, you know. So, you know, start some shit, you know, and. It's upgrade season. You know, 2020 motherfucking vision, man. If you in a dead-end job, go get a better one. If you in a dead-end relationship, go get a better one. Anything that you doing that you realizing ain't what it's supposed to be, man, just do motherfucking better. It's a new fucking decade. It's 20 fucking 20, dog. Like, you should you should be seeing very fucking clearly. You know, think about what you did in the past that was wrong and look forward and do that shit right. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite, at a Too Much Game podcast, sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media, town eat house media. Support all the townhouse media podcasts. Town Talks Friday nights at 9 A.K.A. Podcast to be named later Possibly a different time (laughs) We not sure yet Possibly looking for a co-host Or some guests Possibly Guests That's a strong possibility right Yeah. If you'd like to be on a podcast To be named later You know holler at At the real been ready on Instagram Sliding his DM as long as you ain't on no bullshit. Twitter too. Holla at me on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter the same. The real yep. been ready. Like the real been ready. Yeah. Possibly hit me up. I don't know. Hit Ben up. Don't hit me up. Cause I don't know who you is. Might be some hoes or something. No, no hoes. But uh, you know, check out the No Rules podcast Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific time. 
I'm not sure when they come back, but either way, go check their podcast out. No rules with a Z. Go back and listen to the old episodes. They still relevant. That shit's still funny. Uh, check out the Cat vs. Dog podcast, 3 p.m. on Sundays. Check out the old episodes of that shit because, you know, we on break too. Check out, of course, <clears throat> 5 o'clock live, live at 5 every Sunday. Too much game. You listening to me right now, motherfucker, so you know I'm here. I ain't going no goddamn where. As long as I could be here, I'm going to fucking be here. You know, uh, shout out to Warren Gold Clothing, Seven Saturdays Clothing. Uh, shout out to photographer Will Utley. Shout out to everybody who sponsored us, everybody who's loosely sponsored us. Shout out to The Plug in San Bernardino, at The Plug 11 on Instagram. Um, shit, just shout out to everybody, man. All the listeners, all the supporters. Shout out to Talk Flirty Podcast. Um, yeah, new member of the Umbrella. Of course, check out Talk Flirty Podcast. You know, she's the new member of the motherfucking Umbrella. <laughs> uh, anything else? Um, man, uh, it's a new year, new decade. Uh, we got a bunch of shit coming. You know what I'm saying? Uh, townhouse, we we ready to take it to the to the next step, baby. Hell yeah, y'all already know. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much gun. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.